Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, said the Lord, and be strong, O Joshua, son of Josedek, the high priest, and be strong, all ye people of the land, said the Lord, and work, for I am with you, said the Lord of hosts. I read this scripture, Haggai chapter 2, verse 4, on a cold February night, not knowing that the next day was going to be pretty unusual. And I want to tell you all about it. So please stay tuned. Hey everyone, it's MJ, and thank you so much for joining me again. I hope you are having a glorious day on today. I just wanted to take this time to tell this testimony, and I know through this message somebody will be encouraged, and I want to let someone know out there that God, He really does care about the little, little things. And he definitely has a sense of humor. So I'm very excited to share this testimony with you. So here we go. I was in need of some financial assistance. And so I signed up to work an election just for one day. The shift was from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. So that was the entire day. And so that Sunday afternoon, we had to meet up. Everyone who signed up for this had to meet up, you know, at this place that was downtown just so they can give us the ins and outs and let us know, you know, hey, what's happening for the day. So I went and it was all walks of life there, old, young, different nationalities. And we were all there. And I heard the guy, I believe he was the the campaign manager, tell us, Oh, dress up in layers. You're going to be out all day. I said, what? In my head, I'm like, we're going to be out all day. Like, it's cold. This is February. And so mentally, I was just like, okay, but it's only for one day. You, you can do this. It's for one day. And so we all had to sign a sheet. And I went, I was the first one in line, and he signed me to an area that I really wasn't familiar with, and this was the coordinator. I remember his name was Jonathan. And I said, well, I'm not really, you know, familiar with this area. And he said, you know what, yeah, put your name down, and I'm going to work something out for you. And I said, okay. And so I did that. And he reached out to me later, and he said, you know what, I'm going to work, uh, I'm going to switch your location, and I'm going to work with you for uh, a couple hours. Is that okay? I said, that's, that's fine. Thank you so much. And so I mentally prepared myself for the day. The election was Tuesday. And so the meeting that we had was Sunday evening. I read that scripture, Hey God, chapter two, verse four on Monday night, as I was getting ready to go to sleep, I got up early on Tuesday because my shift started at 6 a.m. So I got up, I layered up, I had on a couple pair of pants, I had on my my thick socks, my boots, I had on a couple of shirts, had my big coat on, my hat, but I didn't have any gloves. 
So I said, okay, well, it's just for one day. You can do this. You can do this. So I get up and I went to the location. And when I got there, at it was about 5.50 something a.m., no one was there. And so I was tripping. I'm like, where, where is he at? So I, I text him like, hey, I'm here. And he didn't respond. And so he called me. He said, oh, I am so sorry. I'm making calls and I'm doing some last minute things and I won't be there for another hour. Is that okay? I was like, an hour? I'm like, my, you know, I'm thinking my ship starts at six. I said, um, will I get paid for the hour? And he said, oh, yeah, yes, we'll pay you. We'll pay you. Don't worry about it. We'll pay you. So I said, okay. All right, I'll wait on you. He said, oh, thank you so much. I'm so sorry, but I'll, I'll be there. So I said, okay. So that's one hour that I was sitting in the car, not doing any work, and I got paid for it. So an hour passes, and he comes, and it's him and the candidate that we're working for. And they're just going over some last-minute things, and I walk up to them, and it's 7 a.m., and it is cold outside. It is freezing. And I said, what in the world did I sign up for? And so the candidate looked at me, thanked me in advance. He said, thank you so much for helping us out today. I said, oh, no problem. And he says, do you have any gloves? I said, no, I, I don't have any. And he said, here. And he took off his gloves, his expensive gloves, and he gave them to me to wear that day. I said, oh, thank you. That was so nice of you. Thank you. So they went over their last minute things and the coordinator, Jonathan, said, we're going to walk down to this Starbucks down here and I'm going to, you know, take you through the day, what, what you're going to do today and uh, get you set up. And I said, OK. And so they said their last little things and then we were off and the Starbucks was about it was down the street, maybe like a half a block down. And so as we were walking I already saw people that were on the team standing outside with their material. And they were going to be outside all day. And they had on their big coats and their hats and their gloves and everything. And they were just standing on different parts of the street. And the area we were in, there were a couple of, you know, restaurants you can go and use the restroom in. But they were all public restrooms. And as I was walking to the Starbucks, I said... I didn't pray, I'm going to be honest. I said to myself, I said, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this day. I don't know. I have to work until 7 p.m. tonight and stand outside in this cold. What in the world was I thinking? But I read the night before, I am with you. And so we get to the Starbucks and he says to me, do you want anything? I said to him, no, I'm okay. Because I knew, I said, you know, we're probably not going to be in here that long. Five, ten minutes tops, maybe 15, if he's just talking to me, telling me what we're going to do through the day. I said, no, I'm, I'm okay. No, please get you something, get you something. And so I went and got a cup of tea, came back, sat down sipping on my tea, 
looking through my phone. He said, okay, just give me a minute. I got to make a couple calls and then I'll be with you. I said, okay, that's fine. And a couple minutes turned into two hours. We were sitting in Starbucks for two whole hours and I did not complain. I was on my phone. I was sipping on my tea. And so that's three hours that I was inside, um, not doing anything and getting paid for it. And so as he was talking to someone, I heard him say, oh, I need someone to make calls for me. I I really need someone to make calls for me. Oh, I guess I'm going to have to figure it out. I guess he was talking to one of his team members. And so when he got off the phone, I said, oh, I love talking on the phone. And he says, oh, and you do have a nice voice too. Do you mind making calls for me? I said, I would love to make calls for you. And he says, yes, good. I'm going to get you all set up. Let's go. And so a little ways down was his apartment complex. But at the very top on the eighth floor, there was a conference room. And so that's where I was going to be working. And so we went up there. And the conference room was so nice and so clean. And next to it was like a lounging area with really nice furniture, flat screen TV, and they had clean bathrooms. And he says, this is where you're going to be working. I said, wow, okay. And so we went into the conference room. He set up his computer and everything. And not only that, he had all these snacks. He had pop and water and peanuts and all kinds of, I had like my own concession stand going on. He said, here's a key to the conference room. Here's your money for lunch. I have another team member that's on her way here. She's going to be working with you. I said, okay. And he said, I'll be back in an hour to check on you. I said, that is totally fine. If you need anything, call me. You know, he gave me all the ins and outs and then he left. And I was sitting there like, wow. I said, I am the only one out of the whole group that is working inside, making calls for him. I said, the candidate's mother is outside. Everybody's outside in that cold. And I'm inside making these calls. And so I sat there and I was writing out my script because I knew a lot of these people weren't at home. And so I was leaving a whole bunch of voicemails. And so I was doing that. And then the team member walked in. She came in. She was so frustrated. She was mad about her commute. I I guess something happened with the train or something. She was very upset. So she came in and she was making all this. And she was fussing and everything. And so I sat there quietly until she got done. And she finally quieted down. And then we talked, we introduced ourselves, and she was a part of their team. And I know that he called her to ask her if she made it and if she met me. And I heard her say, oh, yeah, she's lovely. Yes, yes, she's lovely. And so we would talk, work, talk some more work. So me and the young lady, we did get along. So it was, it was a very, very good uh, fellowship. And so I went 
to go get lunch. I told her, I said, I'll be back. I'm going to go grab something to eat. She said, okay. And so I grabbed my key, I grabbed my money, and I went. Now, this was an area that I wasn't familiar with. And so I asked the doorman downstairs, like, hey, is there a place, like a sandwich spot around here I can go to? And he was very nice. He said, oh, yes, yes, go down this way and turn the corner and go this way and turn it. So I was listening to the directions. But in all honesty, I was not paying attention to where I was going. And part of that was I was talking on the phone. And someone called me and I was talking to them. And I was so into the conversation that I totally missed. Like when I got to the sandwich spot, I got there. But I wasn't paying attention. And then so when I was on my way back to the building, I turned the corner and I looked and I was like, oh, my goodness. What building was I in? I don't remember. I didn't look at the address. I didn't look at the color of the building. I didn't look at anything. So I was like, oh, my God. Because when I turned the corner, it was nothing but buildings. And so now I had to like really search and see what building I was in. I said, oh, I'm lost. I am lost. So I was walking and walking and I said, oh, man. And so I went into a building that I knew wasn't the building I was working in. I, I knew this wasn't a building. And there was a man there. And he, it was weird because he was like old and young at the same time. He had white hair but he had a very young face and he had these beautiful, beautiful blue eyes. And he was smiling at me. I mean, his smile was like gold. And he said, can I help you? I said, uh, yeah. I'm like, I'm lost. I'm, I'm working down here today. And I, I wasn't paying attention to where I was going. And now I can't find where I was working. I'm just, you know, really stressed out. And he said, Okay, so we stepped out of the building and he looked and he pointed afar off and he said, I think it's that one right there. And I looked and I looked at him and when I looked at him, he just smiled and he, I said, okay, okay, thank you. And he just smiled. And so I went to the building that he pointed at and it was afar off and when I walked in that building that was the exact building that I was working in and when I walked in the door the doorman said yeah you made it back so how did things go and as he was talking to me I turned my head I said how did that man how did he know that and so I talked to the doorman. I said, yeah, everything went fine. I went upstairs back to the conference room. And as I went inside, I heard the lady say, I hate him. I hate him. And I said, oh. And I went in the room and she began to vent to me about some things that she was going through. And I knew that that was the moment to minister to her about forgiveness and I did. I told her that she needs to forgive the people that have hurt her, that have mistreated her. And she listened to me. And she said, I know I have to do that. 
you know, and we talked about forgiveness and she she received everything that I said. And so the rest of that day with us working was very peaceful. One that one hour I was supposed to be working there turned into five. The coordinator didn't come back until five hours later. And he says, Hi, I'm back. How did things go? I said, Everything is fine. I did over 200 calls and I reported back everything to him. He said, Oh, 200 calls? Wow, that's great. I said, Yes. And so he said, Well, I'm going to ask for you to work outside, you know, just your last hour. Because by this time it was 6 p.m., I was getting off at 7 p.m. So I said, Okay. I'm thinking in my head, you know, one hour, I can do that. I know it's cold, but I can do one hour. And so we packed up and left. And this time he had another young man with him that was on the team. And so we left. We went and kept, uh, we went to check on a couple of different um, locations, how things were going. And then we went to another Starbucks. And now his friend was like, oh, do you want anything? I said, no, I'm okay. No, please get you something, get you something. I said, okay. And I went and got a cup of tea. And so we stayed in the Starbucks until about 6.30. My shift was over at 7. So now Jonathan, the coordinator, finally said, okay, let's go to a location so we can finish passing out this material. I said, okay, 30 more minutes. I can definitely do 30 minutes. So we're walking and I'm seeing all of these people that's been standing outside all day and they're cold and they're tired. And I just could not believe that God made a way for me not to be outside the whole entire day. And so in my, I'm kind of feel guilty But at the same time, I knew it was nothing but God's grace and favor that was over me. And so finally, we get to a location. And you guys are not going to believe this. We get to this location. There's 30 minutes left on my shift. We weren't even there, I don't think, for two whole minutes. And then he says, you know what? No, we're going to go to this Barnes and Nobles down here. I said, okay. We went to the Barnes and Nobles during the last 30 minutes of my shift. And he thanked me for all of the work that I've done that day. And he gave me my money in cash. Everyone else had to go to a location to get their money. And it was in a check. But he gave me my money in the envelope in cash. And I was free to go. I know this testimony may seem like, ah, it was okay. But I'm telling you, I did not want to be outside. And God made a way that I worked inside the entire day. He proved to me that he was with me. He gave me favor with everyone that I met that day, allowing me to minister to someone on forgiveness. And most importantly, I believe that man that directed me to my building was an angel. Wow, what a day. And I forgot to mention 
that I believe it was meant for me not to have gloves. Because when that coordinator asked the, the candidate, hey, I, I, I found someone to make calls for you. He said, well, who is it? He said, it's the lady that you gave the gloves to. He said, oh, yes, let her make the calls. I really, truly thank God for his favor, for his grace, and for his sense of humor. Yes, we serve a mighty God, a powerful God, and he can do anything. But I thank God that he really does care about the little things. He was concerned about me working outside in that cold. And he made a way that I was able to work that long shift and be indoors and not have to go out of my way to do anything. Isn't God awesome? So if he did it for me, I know he'll do it for you. So don't ever think God is not concerned about the little things. I'm here to tell you that he is. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have not already, please subscribe. There will be many more inspirational episodes that will be coming your way. You can also stay connected with us on Facebook as well as Instagram at Change My Life Podcast. Wow. Who knew God's sense of humor would change my life? <laughs>